He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. This is the Locker Room Guys. Today we are talking to ACC football. We are breaking down everything you need to know about the ACC conference. But that being said, nothing goes better with college football than Chad's Pizza. Shout out Chad's. Um, prayers up to their family. Learned he just has cancer. But uh, what a perfect time to go support local business. And, uh, yeah, if you're in Cedar Falls or Dyersville, no better place to go than Chad's. So go check it out. Itching to get back to Cedar Falls so I can go to Chad's. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to start or even just go down, back down there. I've been back home for some time now, but need it back. Need Chad's back in my life. I'm way too healthy right now. I need some Chad's. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, like I said, we're doing uh, ACC. Oh, shit. Before I get to that, though, we got a couple state champs, you know, our alma maters, Beckman and WD. Shout out to them guys. A lot of you guys follow us on Instagram. So, uh, yeah, shout out to you guys. Congratulations. Um, I mean, I think we're going to three-peat next year. So, I don't know about you guys, but. <laughs> All right. And as Nate says, um, it says, this is not just a one-day celebration. <laughs> yeah. Um, Keep partying, boy. All right. Well, before we get to our ACC breakdown, uh, 24-7 actually dropped their all-name team, and I laughed my ass off, so I wanted to share it. Um, so at quarterback, we have General Booty, Oklahoma. Running back, Cavassier Smoke, uh, Colorado. Wide receiver, Dakotas Crawford and Darillus Clark. Two different guys, two great names. Uh, fullback, we have Fat Watts. Tight end, Rowdy Beers. I'm going to be a huge Rowdy yeah. Beers fan. The, the, the thing with Rowdy Beers is it's going back to the NIL stuff, how they can't have alcohol as a like, sponsor, but like you got to make an exception for him. Exactly. I was saying that to Mitchell the other day. I was like, how does he not have a – like you have to give him some kind of alcohol deal. <laughs> yeah. All right, then our boys on the O-line, we got Parker Titsworth, uh, Panda Askew, uh, Tiger Shanks, and a Dodger Saucer from Iowa State. Then um, on the defensive line, we have Fish McWilliams, Octavius Oxidide, and Shitta Silla. Shitta Silla. Um, then at linebacker, we got Chief Borders. Memorable Factor. This is a white dude from Kentucky, I believe. His name is Memorable Factor. Uh, Pig Cage from LSU and Steel Chambers from Ohio State. Then at DB, my favorite name out of all of them. This guy's name is Mo Billity. <laughs> like his parents he's a DB you said oh he's a DB yeah that's perfect it's fucking awesome then uh we got Kool-Aid McKinstry of course uh Storm Duck at UNC Major Burns and here's another one of my favorites Dude Person that's just <laughs> <laughs> then uh at Kicker since you know Dicker the Kicker's been gone for a while we have a new guy and this is a perfect kicker name again. It is Colton Boomer. Yeah, what a better kicker name. Yeah. There's no better kicker name. Like, it's the best. Boomer? 
I'm, I'm just surprised he's not at Oklahoma. He's at UCF, but, I mean, can't blame him. Um, but here we go. ACC breakdown. I'm not going to go in order. I'm just going to go kind of like what order I have them in. But, I mean, you guys kind of get the point anyway. Uh, let's start off with Clemson. Uh, Clemson Tigers, if you didn't know, you do now. They're one of my teams. Uh, they're my the first team I put a future on. And it's all because I was drunk one night and Garrett Riley – for, he is offense coordinator at TCU. He got hired at Clemson. And here's the thing with Clemson. Clemson was unbelievable de- defensively last year. Their offense was just, like, stagnant at all times. But DJ Uangale, he's gone. Don't have to worry about him anymore. Cade Klubnick's coming in. Uh, Cade, I thought when he got in, was really good. I thought that if he would have played the whole year as a freshman, he would have been fucking great. Um, he's a number two quarterback in that class. He was he was right around Drake May. And then 24-7 so weird where they're always switching guys, like, rankings, even after they already played in college. So Drew Aller from Penn State, he, like, dropped from the number one to, like, 20-something. But whatever, that doesn't mean shit. Uh, anyway, Clemson, they're getting their top four receivers back and Will Shipley. Will Shipley had a hell of a year last year. Uh, should be more of the same this year. Um, their defense, when I was like looking up how their defense is, it's going to be great again. And they said that Clemson, like the reason why they're like so successful come playoff time, like in history is because Clemson's able to recruit like SEC defensive players. And by what that, what I mean by that is you get these grown ass men who are just bigger than any, like any O-line that they play and like, you only usually find that size in the SEC, and Clemson has it now. Um, yeah, I'm all in on Clemson this year. I even have a future on Cade Klubnick to win Heisman. So, um, yeah, I can't say enough good things about Clemson, and I'll pass the rock to Luke. Yeah, they're they are plus 145 to win the ACC. Terrible value. I don't know how you take it. It's yeah. just dumb. Literally, a couple, like, an injury away from just from probably losing it, so it's just stupid. Uh, you can get them 18-1 to 1 to win the – whole entire title so that's probably more of a better bet they would you bet them to win it all they win the acc you can maybe hedge out in the if they get the playoffs but that's just the betting side of it but yeah i mean clemson you know you're gonna get a good defense and you're gonna get a good d-line that's just what they do they were they were like all freshmen last year the secondary so like they're obviously gonna get a lot better and the the, th- the only thing is like dabble is just not believe in recruit or transfers like for some reason He's like, we're just going to get recruits. We're going to build them and through Clemson's program, build them how we want, which I like that actually in a way, if you can get them to stay. If you can recruit at the level Clemson can, you can get them to stay, build them how you want them. That's perfect. And he's a probably the top three, top three coach, top four, top five coach for sure in college football. They're going to be good. They always are. Oh, yeah. And I, I like Klubnik too. I thought you should have pulled the trigger on him earlier, like you said, but it's, well, it's hard to just – and, like, I think a lot of people forget, too, Clemson was a 10-win team last year. It's just that, like, when they when they crumbled, it was just so ugly that people forget it. So It just wasn't the normal Clemson. Like, they weren't, like, beating teams by a lot. They were, like, barely scoring. Their offense was bad. Their defense was still really good. And I'm a huge Will Shipley guy. I, always, I just think he's a typical, like, college – he's your typical, like, going to college basketball. Like, those guys that stay, you know they're going to stay. They're just – workhorses they're they're gonna grind it out for four years like a Grayson Allen kind of thing like 
they're really good. They're just going to keep coming back and back until they can't anymore. And I think that's kind of bullshit. That's why I love him so much. Stay yeah. in college. We get to watch him. He's a dog, too. He runs like a beast. Yeah, Luke, I was looking at uh, recruitment rankings, and it – Will Shipley's in our class. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, me and Will Shipley are the same age. Like, I feel way younger than Will Shipley. <laughs> Granted, we're going into our senior year, but still, like, I feel like I've been watching this guy forever. Right. My turn. Yeah, Logan. I mean, I think their offense is going to be a lot better, but they lost three of their defensive linemen in the draft. All, like, it was yeah. Breezy, KJ Henry, and um, one other guy. I said clubs just if they just, they just reload. Yeah, I know that. But, like, it, but say that, say those new guys that are coming are young. I think their defense will take a hit because of that. But I think their offense will be a lot better with new coach and better quarterback. And, obviously, running backs back again. And then they have a wide receiver, I think, too. Uh, they return their top four, uh, like, reception leaders. I think from their year. offense will go up. Their defense – they're obviously still going to be them or – the next team will probably they always have like about. super underrated receivers too, like every year. Yeah, like, I think like Clemson's a slept on, like slept on, like wide receiver you candidate. Like you always talk about Bam, Ohio State, like USC, but you look at Clemson, they've had like D Hop, Sammy Watkins, T Higgins, like they got some dogs go through there. Justin so, Ross, Justin Ross is studying, like they they have some dogs that go through there. So yeah, it's just that it's just a like typical Clemson. They're gonna play solid defense. They're gonna have. Play good, just good football. You have a good coach. There's never, they're always going to be right around nine, 10 wins, no matter what. Nine is like a really bad season for them. 10 wins last year, like you said, that 11. was a bad year. 11. 11 last year. 11 and three, eight and on the ACC. So it's like, that was a bad year. So it's like, Wake Forest should have fucking beat them. So yeah, they're going to be typical Clemson. And yeah. Even the year before that, when they won the Cheez Its Bowl, they had nine wins before the, yeah, that was their bad year, like really bad year. Like they they just, were, I think weird. they were 10 and four is what they ended yeah. after winning the bowl game. Uh, should we move on to the next team? Yep. Uh, all right, let's go Florida state. Um, I have their win total at nine. I think that's correct. But um, I mean, I wrote this a while ago, but uh, anyway, so Mike Norvell, their head coach had a great year last year, but I mean, if you kind of look into it, it wasn't as great as, you know, what it's kind of hyped up to be. Um, I mean, they beat LSU last, or no, they, did they, they didn't win that game, did they? Or they? Did the, the one game right away in the season? Yeah, they, they, beat they did win, yeah. And, yeah. but the thing was, they had a tune-up game when that was like LSU's actual like opener. And obviously Chip Kelly, new coach, like entirely new team. It's kind of weird. And then they, Beat Florida, Miami, and Oklahoma. And, like, on paper, that sounds like three teams that are, like, all great wins. All three of those teams didn't finish over 500. So, I mean, like, that's what I mean by – you look at their wins last year. I mean, it looks very impressive. It's just, you know, didn't turn out that way, really. But uh, other than that, though, Florida State, they're number one in returning production. So, like, that's fucking massive. Like, for Norvell not to lose that many guys is just great for them. Uh, Jordan Travis at quarterback. He's one of those like high, high or one of the lowest odds when Heisman. He's so fucking like good at not getting sacked and like running and everything. And he was third in total passing in ACC last year, and that was only behind Drake May and Sam Hartman. Like I don't care like who you are. There's like nobody who's gonna beat those two in ACC at passing. But then uh, yeah, like running back their line. Their targets, like, they're loaded, like, everywhere offensively. Uh, Johnny Wilson is number one target last year. He's six foot seven, 240 pounds, 
and <laughs> he's just a fucking animal. Uh, they got Spencer Adler's, like, best tight end last year, Jaheim Bell. They So, like, Beamer ran the fucking, like, pistol last year, and uh, Jaheim Bell, their tight end, would literally play running back, like, a lot. It was super fucking weird, but the guy's just athletic freak, so they're like, oh, let's do it. And then their defense this year is supposed to be unbelievable, too. Uh, Jared Verse, their Ed Rusher, is supposed to be, like, a high NFL draft pick. And then they said they're – um, DBs are supposed to be back to what like Florida State used to be with like Derwin Dur- James and them guys. Like that's how good it's looking so far. So yeah, I don't know. Like Florida State, it seems like a team you kind of want to buy all in this year, uh, just on paper, anyways. But I, again, they start they start season against LSU, and they also have to go at Clemson this year. They haven't won since they had Jameis Winston. They haven't won in Clemson since they had Jameis Winston. So that could be a huge turnaround game for them. But, yeah, other than that, I think Florida State, they're going to have a really damn good year again this year. Yeah, then they're supposed to be 150 to win the ACC. Um, it's pretty much they're the same as Clemson, like, odds-wise. Obviously, 145 to 150. Off, and they're still they're 1,800 as well to win the whole thing. So they're, like, the same team betting-wise as – Clemson. So, if you're gonna take ACC championship, like, ACC champion, like we'll get through these other ones, I guess. Like oddwise, those are the two favored by far. The next closest is ten to one. So, you, if you really don't think that any of these teams, no one else has a shot, you take Clemson or Florida State, or just stay away from the ACC. I think it's pretty pretty easy choice there. But yeah, I love Jordan Travis. He. He's a beast. Uh, the the Florida State's turned around. Like their program is completely turned around. And like you said, with that Clemson game, they win that one. It's like you got to be feeling awesome as a Clemson fan, not just for like the rest of the year, but for like Florida the State. future. Florida State fo- football. Yeah, like yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, like just not this season. Like okay, we're t- doing something here because we're supposed to be good. It's not like we upset them necessarily. They might be favored. It like you never know. Yeah, um, this is one of my teams, obviously, because I love their jerseys. Basically, yeah. is why is why I like them is their jerseys. Best jerseys in college football, no, no debate. Um, I love Jordan Travis too. I watched him one game last year, and he was just Houdini out there. Yeah. So I want, I want them, and I want Florida State to be back and good because when Jameis Winston and them, even without them, they were just good for a while. EJ Manuel. It was just, it was just better. Jesus. <laughs> it was just better when they're good. And I don't know. I want yeah. I want Clemson to actually have like something to like actually play for. Cause for a while Clemson had not even one team that was in contention with them for how, like that stretch they were on. So I want like Florida State to actually like battle with them and everything. I wish they weren't as close in odds to win the ACC so I could take them, but I don't know. I want them to be good. I think they are gonna be good. Everybody, a lot of people are back. Yeah, so. like they're gonna everyone's gonna say it's Clemson or Florida State's conference yeah, that's, which that's is obviously how it's going to look right now but we know college sports anything happened teams come out of nowhere north carolina last year was came out of absolutely nowhere like it's going to happen you never know so we'll see yeah. i like especially this acc as we get going there's so many teams that you can just be like they might just come out of nowhere like they have like you feel like the quarterback and the power it's like we'll get to them later but there's a lot of teams i would not be surprised necessarily if they just get to the championship game it was a really good record Sure. Um, is third in the ACC North Carolina? Uh, it's North Carolina and Louisville are tied 10 to 1. All right. To win it. Um, I'll hop into, yeah, let's go with North Carolina. Um, so, yeah, North Carolina, they lost their offense coordinator to Wisconsin. They hired Troy's 
head coach Chip Lindsey as their new offense coordinator. If you guys don't remember, Troy is actually a really good team last year. So, I mean, getting their head coach at OC, I mean, probably work out. It doesn't really matter because Drake Mays is fucking quarterback. Um, he's supposed to be at least a top five draft pick uh, going into the next year. Um, he he not only led the ACC in passing last year, but he also led his team in rushing yards. Like that's how much that's how much of an air raid. And like credit to Drake May too. He's like really good runner. Like it's not just his arm. Um, but like Mac Brown as a coach, he's really good at like getting weapons um, at running back, wide receiver, whatever. Uh, they got this guy from. Kent State, Devontae Walker, he's, like, projected to be a top 10 wide receiver in college football this year. Obviously, it helps a lot with who's throwing to him. But, um, like, North Carolina, Toulouse, Josh Downs, I think led the ACC in, like, receiving last year. Um, Like, all I'm seeing is that they're supposed to reload fine there. Um, It's just that their offensive line, like, their offensive line really didn't give them much options but to just pass the ball last year. Uh, They couldn't run the ball worth the shit. And um, Drake May, like, couldn't keep him upright. But, um, yeah, other than that, though, their defense, it's fucking terrible. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it at all. They're dead last in the ACC. JCC is not known for defense outside of, like, the top couple teams. And, um, like, they even had a game versus App State last year where it was 63-61 to 61 final score. Like, it's fucking crazy. So, yeah, um, it, this team's going to be super fun to watch. It's going to be fun to just, like, bet they're over, like, at night or whatever. But, um, yeah, that's, I mean, there's a reason why there's such a big gap between Clemson and Florida State compared to North Carolina, and it's the fucking defense. Yeah, so they fired their defense coordinator. Or did he, they didn't fire him. He stepped down, I guess, but he's probably going to get fired anyway. Do you know who their defense coordinator is? Yeah. Fu- Gene like Chizik. This- oh, yeah, last year. Yeah, the same year, guy he- that he went. So, my bad for interrupting. But no, you're no, good. No, Gene Chizik went from two or three or less wins at Iowa State, and then he went to Auburn, won the national championship with Cam Newton, and then he got fired two years later. Then he just, like, fell off the face of the earth, and now he's just North Carolina's defense coordinator. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that's how that's how was getting at. Like, it's insane what Cam Newton did to yeah. that. Like, there's no – not one NFL like, player on that team. It, there's no quarterback in the history of – there's no player, I don't think, that you could put them on that Auburn team and they'd do that, they'd win a championship. You have Gene Chizik as your coach and no talent around you. Maybe Spencer Rattler. And you want a championship. Like, it's insane. Especially as college football is such a sport where it's so top-heavy. It's like no new teams can sneak in and win just like that. Yeah. It's crazy. But anyways, off from Auburn. Can I tell you the stat quick for you, Yeah, Chris? go. Last year, they were dead last in the AC, 436.5 yards and 30.8 points allowed. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Um, like, I, I like – Drake May's going to put up numbers. Like, that's literally what – they didn't – they lost their OC, right? Yeah, Phil Longo to Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, you did say that. So, that's a um, – it's like – that might hurt, but it's still Drake May. Like, he's still a Heisman guy. He's It's not – I have him win Heisman. I put some money on him just because, like, he's that talented he was right there last year just like he lost like a game or two down the stretch and then they kind of booted him out but if you really look at it, his numbers were just about better than anyone there other than Caleb Williams so I, I thought that was really stupid but whatever and they're over it's just tough with North Carolina they're over the eight so it's like I don't know where to go I'm not even gonna touch it well every game's gonna be a toss-up game I feel like right 
I don't think they're necessarily going to be a great team by any means. You have a really good quarterback, so you're going to have a chance in every single game, though. But obviously, you're not going to get ball bounced away every time. So not really sold on them. I'm sold on Drake May. I love Drake May, but especially because the whole May family is just North Carolina. Like, is that Luke? Luke May's brother? They had like they had a couple other brothers. It's like they are North Carolina, so I love that part. But I'm in on him, but I'm just not in on North Carolina at all. Well, yeah, obviously it's Clemson and like. North I'm just saying, like yeah. as a team and like the general. Yeah, like, I just well, don't think. I think there's I, a better team that we'll get to. I always, bit. I always say this, and I could be wrong, but I don't know why I stand by it. Every time in college football, like an offensive team, if you don't have a defense, and like say they play Clemson, unless you were that Georgia defense those last two years, the offense it's going to be fine against teams that have really good defense. It's just the games where you'll play a you team. Just can't get a stop. Or yeah, the, or you'll play a team like not Clemson or Florida State, but like a team in the ACC that has a good offense where you're scoring, but they're also scoring. So every game you're playing, you're only winning by like so many points because of the other team scoring. But I think an offense in college football can out like can, is going to outplay the defense. It's just how college football works. Because like look at Tennessee last year. Look at Michigan like, in the fucking um, college football playoff every year. Like they play great defense against shit defensive teams, but then they play a real offense and they just get destroyed. Yeah, yeah, they but they'll still put up points, so that's the thing. They just it yeah. just ends up being an offensive game, and that's how unless you're playing Georgia, because you see what Georgia did to yeah, teams, but yeah. that was the greatest like the last two years, it's like the greatest defense to ever see college football <laughs> yeah. besides, besides Miami, like my O one Miami. So it's yeah. like unless you have a generational defense, I don't think it's gonna like look at Alabama every year. That team has they have NFL guys left and right on their defense, and they still will like play like these Georgias and they'll be 40. Lately. Alabama's the only team who can like not the old Bama's. Yeah, not the old, but like they could score on Georgia because it's obviously Nick right. Saban and stuff. But that's an exception because he's just Nick Saban and, and it's it, Alabama. Eventually, you gotta get stops and like. Yeah, it's not it gonna help you all year, but like if you play a top defense and you have a elite offense, you're you, you're still gonna score. Yeah, on what them. I wanted to say earlier is the case with a lot of these ACC teams. They talk about how a lot of the games they lose, they're not by more than like one score. And I mean, and there's a fucking reason behind it. It's because like these these teams have like big problem. They'll have like they'll be really good at one place and really bad at the other, and like both teams will just battle out and see what the fuck happens, you know. So yeah, they also said though like Ace or North Carolina lost like their two best weapons, obviously yeah. with like Downs and stuff. Yeah, but they got they got they got some transfers and stuff that are yeah. supposed to be good. So it says their passing is their passing attack is still supposed to be good, but yeah. as long as you have Drake May, like you're gonna be, he'll figure it out. I mean, you're 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 gonna be in a good spot. Like if you if you tell me you're going to the season and you're a North Carolina fan, you have no idea who's around, like who's your other weapons. But you know Drake May's quarterback. You're like, okay, we we'll be good. It's that pretty simple. We're not saying we're gonna win an extra title. We're not gonna be in the playoffs, but we're gonna be good for North Carolina football. They'll be a top three team AC, which is good for North Carolina. I four maybe. You said Louisville's next? Yeah, they're the same odds. Yeah, all right. So, Louisville, let me just pull it up. All right, Louisville, new head coach, Jeff Brown from Purdue. Um, thing with that, though, is their coach before, Scott Satterfield, he went to Cincinnati. He was better offensively and defensively than Purdue. I mean, granted, Purdue, they probably, I mean, they probably played tougher competition, whatever. But it's just kind of weird. Brown is from Louisville. He's, like, alum there. And uh, it's, like, what I read was that um, for a couple years now, they've been, like, flirting, trying to get him there. I mean, he's finally there. Uh, You got Jack Plummer, 
a transfer from Cal. Apparently, he had like a fantastic season there, and um, that might be why this the line set where it's at, like fourth in the ACC. I I personally wouldn't put them there, just because it's a total overhaul of transfers. Like the entire team, the entire defense, anyway, is all transfers. So you have no idea what you're gonna get. I mean, first year head coach, completely new roster, but I mean, if it Jack Plummer, like if he's a guy, like obviously that'll help a ton in the ACC. But other than that, though, I, I don't know. I mean, I like the Jeff Brom hire. Like what he did at Purdue is like actually really interesting. Like Purdue, they're an absolute air raid last year. They didn't like run the ball at all, and for a Big Ten West team to do that and then make it to the Big Ten championship, that's you know. I mean, that's pretty good accomplishment. So, yeah, I mean, I give it to him for what he did at Purdue, but I just don't see this year being a year where Louisville's, like, I don't know, dangerous. Yeah, see, I'm uh, I'm the opposite. I took their over in wins. Um, I like Jeff Brom. Talked to Marbs about it. He's the one that kind of orig- initially told me, and I was like, okay. Like, I was like, why? And then he told – can't remember what he said, but and then but I kind of convinced me, and it was like – especially – the thing that's convincing is Plummer and you get um, like Brom Brom was uh, really good at Purdue for what you could do with Purdue football. Yeah. Like at the end of the day. And I thought he really did good there. And now it's like, I'm not going to say like he didn't care about Purdue, but this is literally his school. So I pretty, he's going to go put everything he has towards Louisville football. And we'll see, like you said, it's tossed up with all the transfers, see how it meshes, see how it works. But if it does mesh, they got they get guys that he wants in the transfer portal, got experience. So I I like it, especially because I'm not it's hard for me to get sold on a lot of these other ACC teams. And at least I know I'm getting a good coach that probably really wants to be there, not just for like the money and stuff. Like and you get a good quarterback. I think that's what's kind of driving it compared to some of these other teams. But at the same time, you look at the next two three teams, it's like Miami Pitt. Uh, North Carolina, NC State, and uh, Duke. So it's like I see all four of them being better too. So I don't know. I took their over and wins is eight. I think I got it seven and a half. So we'll see what happens. Oh, shit. But I had them at six and a half. Oh, it's at eight. Yeah. I think yeah, that I was, has to do with strength schedule too. I could be wrong, but. I was going to take it, but I got that way too late. Because Marbs told me, he told, I, he was, I was with. Luke I might have got it at seven. I was with you when he told us it was at that Farley days or whatever thing he told us about it but i mean they have they had a good defense last year but they lost pieces to it but number one transfer class coming in i guess and a new coach coach. i bet they might start slow with a new coach new transfers everything but that back half of the season i wouldn't be surprised if there's upsets and if they play like clemson florida state or north carolina like late obviously i don't know when they play them but if they play like one of them teams late and that's when they start going it's definitely going to be a there's a chance of an upset there, and they're obviously not going to win it, I don't think. But it's not like bad uh, Rob, odds. Rob's had pulled off bigger upsets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's an upset guy Rob too. Is, like everyone writes off Purdue every year. Maybe last year, I think people did think Purdue was supposed to be good, but no one ever believes in Purdue football. And they well, they played in something the, crazy. Like it's they played L- they played LSU last year in the um what was it what bowl was it and lsu just beat, beat yeah. the breaks off bowl games bowl, those bowl games are done but that was horseshit because what's her name brom didn't coach yeah and like it was just a beat down do they play any of them yeah right? they don't have that tough of a schedule at all you go to nc state which they should think about now and they're home against notre dame 
um, at Pitt, home against Duke. And they have Miami and, like, Kentucky. So, I don't think they have really that tough of a yeah, schedule. They don't, they don't play. play Clemson or Florida State. So, if you're avoiding the two toughest teams in your conference, eight wins is – that's pretty solid. Just I, sucks I on the lines so. at eight. I, 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 they maybe, should be able to get four right away. Yeah, maybe FanDuel will be at seven and a half. I should check that, but – Well, uh, our Zoom thing's about to run out, so we'll be right back. Okay, now the U. Um, really badly, I want to say it's all about the U. But not this year yet, and I'll get into why. Um, I think Mario Cristobal, he's doing a fucking unbelievable job at recruiting. I mean, his recruiting class are, classes are speaking for themselves. But um, what he's been doing over the past few years is he's getting, like, all these recruits, but he's, like, bridging the gap with the transfers. So, like, right now, like, last year was really ugly. I think this year we might be able to see the same. But they did do, like, a whole new, like, coach overhaul like they hired new coordinators new coaches like cross the board everywhere um they got shannon dawson who's an oc from houston uh houston obviously like a air raid kind of team and then they got uh the defensive coordinator from marshall now <laughs> this guy from marshall one he beat notre dame last year and two he put up the ninth best defense in college football last year so maybe you know that's good things coming to miami um, their old line has like five stars across the board. So that, that'll be really nice for their offense. Tyler Van Dyke's back at quarterback was supposed to be a high draft pick last year, completely did dog shit. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if we're looking at a back, bounce back year now. I mean, because he got the old line built and everything. But Miami, they only scored over 24 points versus a power five team once last year. It was against Georgia Tech. So that's obviously just a massive problem. Um, I mean, their turnover situation was fucking terrible. Like, times where they turned the ball over more than the other team, they went 0-6, and then when they didn't, they were 5-1. and So maybe if they don't turn the ball over, like, that would help out with their wins. But, I mean, really, right now, like, what with what I said, I think Miami, where we start seeing if they're back or not, is next year. Once we get, like, these recruits finally, you know, within that age where they're ready to just go out and dominate. But right now, yeah, I don't know. It It's weird. Like, if you – like, I could see why, like, people might believe in Miami this year because they do, like, have a lot of talent on paper. But, I mean, it's kind of the same case last year. I just I, – I think we just got to wait till those recruits start filing in. Yeah, absolutely. It, the big, Like, Van Dyke battled injuries last year. So, like, yeah. that's the hard thing because – he was supposed to be like the best quarterback in college football. Like, yeah, what, them, like, yeah. yeah, like preseason, he was like Heisman. They're talking, they're talking like really high draft pick, everything. And then he, he just wasn't that. He got hurt and he also just wasn't good when he was healthy. So that's the biggest thing. But like going back to the Chris Paul thing, I think he will turn around. I think I'm with you. He, what he did at Oregon was really good. I mean, Miami's only better than Oregon. But it goes back to that thing with recruiting in Florida. There's so many people pulling out of that that Florida, but you're Miami. So like that's the thing. Like you are Miami football. You should be able to be fine. And if no, if Chris Ball can't like um what's uh Greg Olson said it best, if Chris Ball can't do it, I don't know if anyone ever will. Yeah, I mean he's so, a Miami guy and right. he's an old lineman himself. I think that's why their old line's like in so much hype this year. But um yeah, 
give him credit though. Out of all the other Florida schools, he's doing like the best right now. At I mean, since he's been hired, at least like I know Florida's dominating right now. But you can go ahead. It's like it's just I just can't see it being back again. Like you said, that like this early. Yeah. So, time, I think they will get there. I hope they're back. They're another Florida State where like you need them to be good for college football to be to be at its peak. So I hope they get there, but it's going to be hard to have a worse year than last year. So I expect it to be better. Their wins are seven and a half. So they're supposed to be right around Louisville, North Carolina level ish, which is makes sense. They're right behind them in odds. So I'm excited. I, I like when Miami's good. I like, <clears throat> I don't think they're doing the turnover chain anymore. I think they said they're stopped with that, which that yeah. kind of sucks, but it kind of got old after they, they started sucking. So, yeah, I can't see the turnaround yet, but I think it will be. It'll come. Yeah, I don't see it happening this year. I think they'll be better this year, but I mean, this turnover chain though—they started a trend that kind of sucks because now every team does it, and some teams is just not cool the way they do it. No, they—they they didn't start something that sucks. No, teams just ruined it. Teams ruined it because well, unless unless it's UNLV slot machine, that's slot machine is sick. That's sweet, but other teams. I guess like Georgia's like pads. Is Georgia crazy. had it before, man. Yeah, Georgia's pads is cool. How they have like the gold pads and everything. That's cool. But right now, honestly, the turnover chain is all they had for a little bit there because they were just disappointed every year. That team was good, though, with the turnover chain. They won like <laughs> nine, ten games. Who was there? Yeah. Oh, it was a fucking guy dating Alex Earl. He dominated in that fucking game against like Notre Dame or something. They ran them out of the fucking building. It was crazy. Braxton Barrios, yeah. He, yeah. The Barrios videos are hilarious on Miami because he's a dog there. <laughs> like Miami football, you think about like the convicts, Catholic versus convicts, and then there was Barrios was on. Like yeah. that's what he did. And then, Miami. And then yeah. Barrios was on the team and he would lead them out of the tunnel. Like when someone like they hold him back, like he's a dog. Yeah. That was he he was the guy who was the dog. And he, I'll say it, he was the only white guy on that team. He's like five, five, eight, like this little white dude, like. He's just fast. He's like a special teams wide receiver, fast guy, and he was the dog. Who's their quarterback? Football. Oh my god, I can't think of his name. QBs. I don't know his name, but I remember he was a he was a beast. But it, basically, what it was was that that defense was so much fun, and that's it, they just got to get back to being Miami football, where they just beat the shit out of you defensively and. Obviously, those teams' offenses were very good too. That those prime Miamis, but the, it's like I, what what I think of is that fucking that defense is just so much fun. The Miami that turnover chain is probably the reason for it. So we oh, need 100%. that back. Yeah, but if it's not, if they're not playing good, it just sucks having a turnover chain. But it would be nice. Who was that quarterback? Yeah, I'm trying to find. I don't. I don't know his name, but uh, should I hop to the next team? Hello? <laughs> yeah, I said yeah. All right. I didn't hear you. My bad. Uh, Pitt. So, Pitt's kind of funny. They they got Phil Jerkovich, hell of a name, from Boston College. Um, I mean, take that as you will. He used to be a Notre Dame recruit, like pretty high recruit. Now, he was at uh, fucking BC forever. Now, he's at Pitt. Um their lead back's gone. He, I'm not even going to attempt to say his name, but he's now in the Jets. And what Pitt does is, under Narduzzi at least, they just run the ball 
and run the ball and run the ball, and they just own teams in time and possession. And then their defense it is the exact same as the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's crazy when I was reading about it. All they do is try to get to the quarterback and let the rest try to take care of itself. And um, that's, I mean, this Pitt team is weird. It just reminds me of Steelers because all they try to do is dominate time of possession and then beat you defensively. And that's what you're going to get out of Pitt. Um, that Israel guy, the running back, I mean, I don't think they're going to be able to replace him. Um, I think Phil Jurgovich will be way better than Keaton Slovis. I think he was a bum. But, yeah, I mean, Pitt, they're probably one of those teams in ACC that are going to beat another team in their conference that they shouldn't. But other than that, though, I think that game will be, like, the highlight of their season, and, you know, that will be kind of it for Pitt. Yeah, um, eat shit Pitt. <laughs> one, of the, one of the coolest, like, little slogans, I guess you could say. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I do think they'll be good because I feel like Pitt's always, like – Yeah, just, they'll be solid, yeah. They're always solid football, no matter what. Like, the last two years, I think, even – when uh, Kenny Pickett was there, and even last year, they were dominant people, with Kenny Pickett. Champs. Yeah, people, didn't, people didn't really. Uh, yeah, look at you know the thing with two about Kenny Pickett, Pitt. Um, biggest Side cheating Friday, scandal. Every single Friday. Biggest cheating scandal of all time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like they're always solid, and you like you said, you know what they're gonna, you know what you're gonna get with Pitt. So it's that hard nosed football, just like the like Pittsburgh, like every sport. I feel like is like Pittsburgh, like that. So they'll be solid. I. I think they're in the right spot, like rankings wise in the ACC. I think like we'll get to NC State. I think they'll be probably better than them. Like Miami, I oh, think in Pitt. Just wait for NC State. Yeah, I think Miami and Pitt at twenty to one. I, I think it should be lower than that. So I don't want to touch that at all because I don't think either of them are gonna be very good. So that's that. I guess that's the betting side of it. But yeah, I losing that running back too. Keen Slovis, like you said, was ab- was an absolute bum last year. For the most part, see, I don't really know uh, much about Pitt. I just because they're so new, right? Like everything's new about them. But I think they will be solid. I hate Pitt. I don't know why, but ever Big since that, right. <laughs> the be- the best thing Pitt could ever done has ever done though is switch back to their old uniform. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, on though that gold and br- that golden blue they had was so goddamn ugly it was insane is ACC just- the best conference for uniforms dude it might be if we're looking at it let's go Clemson has awesome uniforms yeah. Florida State has awesome the uniforms. best uniforms Louisville has awesome like they, they that go red that red pops yeah and they do the chrome the red chrome yep UNC is UNC we don't have to go over there <laughs> Miami hit that's just the six. NC State, I cool I was logo. like NC State, right? Exactly the logo. I'm just go through every team. Duke, Duke's Duke. Not much you can do with that. <laughs> it really isn't. You don't have colors. You have like two colors. You have a boring ass logo. The D is stupid. So I don't know. Wake Forest, you got the gold and black. Can't go wrong with that. that. But a, uh, oh. Syracuse is I don't know. Syracuse, Virginia Tech. I mean, they're awesome. Mm-hmm. Colors are very ugly. Yeah. I think people love their color scheme. I don't understand. No. They are. What I is mean... up with that color scheme? Is the It's orange and brown. <laughs> or it's maroon, but it looks – you mix orange and maroon, it looks brown. Yeah. It's just bad. And then um, the, the last couple are bad, like Boston College, yeah. Georgia Tech, and Virginia. 
But like we said, those top teams are elite jerseys. Like you did a jersey draft in college sport football. I six of those top six, maybe seven, could be drafted in a twenty thing draft. It's actually insane. If they're uh, not going to be good, you might as well have good jerseys because right. it always sucks. People like people will like you if you have good jerseys. That's why people like North Carolina every year, even when they suck. When they're yeah, it's bad. just like something like in your brain, you're like, yeah, they're gonna be yeah, jersey I, games. I like them. Jersey games. Yeah. You something bet on the jersey it. games. But I'm not I mean Pitt's Pitt, they'll be solid. If they have another Kenny Pickett and another Jordan Addison, shout out Jordan Addison. Did you see why he was speeding? No. Dog, the dog emerged. His dog emerged. Oh well, he should get out for free then. Like, no penalty, what, nothing. But um, I believe it. That could be a fake thing. I saw. I was just scrolling through Twitter, so we don't know. Yeah. If that, I don't know if that's real. But no, he said in an interview, he goes, "I want a car that goes really fast." Uh, <laughs> and then like a week later, he goes one fifty. No, so yeah, I saw it was a dog emergency. That could have been a fake account. I might. I don't know. I might get duped. No, you ball sack sports. <laughs> Um, NC State, the Wolfpack, uh, Dave Doran, their coach, he used to be a defense coordinator at Drake, Gold Bulldogs, um, their OC, Robinet, so he was the OC at Virginia when they won the ACC not too long ago, guess who was their quarterback, Brennan Armstrong, guess who's NC State's quarterback, Brennan Armstrong, he led the ACC in like every passing stat that year, and I am drinking the Kool-Aid of NC State this year. I mean, their their team, it's going to be like an absolute like air raid. And Brandon Armstrong is fun to watch. He's a little white dude, left-hander. He can just like throw darts and just run around. It, he's fun to watch. It, now, don't get me wrong. He's not Baker Mayfield. But if Baker <laughs> Mayfield was left-handed, I mean, it just gave me a little bit of flashbacks. But anyway, uh, Dave Doran, their head coach, he's great defensive like coach um out of the eight years that he's coached he's had seven bowl teams for nc state i mean you wouldn't really think of nc state as like being that like consistent but they are i mean like you talk about Pitt being like you know like consistent of late just being a solid team and that's what they are last year um if they would have scored 22 points per game they would have finished 10 and 3 that's why i'm thinking like with this offense coordinated quarterback matchup and they're returning a shit ton on their defense they can easily score 22, and, I mean, we're just, like, I can't wait to, like, watch this team. They're, like, my dark horse out of the ACC. No, we're not, like, picking dark horses, but they do have an early game versus Notre Dame, but other than that, they have, like, a super manageable schedule, and when they play Clemson, they have a bye week right before, so it, I mean, I think NC State could easily, you know, pull off, or not easily, but, I mean, it's, it's a great spot to upset Clemson. I mean, one of their toughest people they have to play on their schedule. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm very high on NC State this year. Yeah, no, I'm with you on NC State because of uh, Brandon Armstrong. You're looking for a guy that's going to win games? Probably not the guy, but he's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, and he's yeah. Not, he's, not, he's not at Virginia. Yeah. So, that's why he wasn't winning games, but he can put up numbers. Like, last year he struggled a little bit, but that team was so bad, that Virginia team last year. But the year before, like you said it earlier, the numbers he put up was insane. He, like, led the country in, like, everything almost. He was crazy. And, yeah, I love the Baker Mayfield comparison. He's just a little guy that runs around and makes plays. And NC State's the place to do it because they – that's another school, I feel like, that's just, like, defensively – Every year. 
every like they have talent that just gets drafted because I don't that's just who they are. No, you like I said, twenty two points per game last year, they would have been ten and three. Like that's fucking yeah. crazy. You don't think Brent Armstrong <clears throat> can put up twenty two points with a competent coaching staff and some players? Yeah, give me it. I'm all in. Did you say their wins? Because I can pull it up here quick. Uh, let me see what I had them at. I had them at eight wins, but that was six and a half. Six and a half. No, putting the hammer down. Yeah, I, I'm all for it. I mean, you look at this guy. Like, they are going to beat Clemson. They're going to beat him. Brandon Armstrong's going to just dominate. Like, he's a he's a ginger too, is he not? He might be, but I only watched. I thought I thought he was like a skinhead, but. I oh skinhead, but <laughs> I don't think they'll beat Clemson at Clemson. But it is a perfect spot, and they're like a team where if Clemson overlooks them coming off a bye, it could be fucking bad. So like Clemson's defense is just that good, where I can see them like being able to put a stop to it. But I mean, I mean, if they're going in hot into that bye week, like they're all fucking amped up. They're like, all right, we got two weeks till we have to go to Death Valley. I mean, yeah, that's. It's a great spot. Get upset. Confirmed he is a ginger. Well, I I mean, I didn't even know that, and I fucking love the guy, and now it's just even more. So there you, you need go. a more. Do you need a more reason? And to ginger quarterbacks that. in college are really good. So fuck NC State. I can't. This is my Iowa State. I can't like him. Yeah, it's not. This ain't an Iowa. This is not. Iowa you don't State know. State you State you State. don't know. You don't know. You haven't been in Winston Salem for them games. It's it's it's. Nobody dangerous. knows a goddamn thing about this rivalry. No one ever will. <laughs> uh, who's next on the odds? Uh, Duke. <laughs> okay, um. so Duke, Duke, another one of those teams where they have just a fucking quarterback who you will not know any other player on the team, but their quarterback it's Riley Leonard. Um, there's a lot of people who, there's a lot of hype around Duke. I mean, for a team hype to be like mid, but I mean, there's hype around Duke for just, for just it being Duke and them being good at football. I mean, that's only once in a blue moon. And this year they like Duke's so weird. Cause last year they had so many games that they just should not have won. And they, what they win eight games last year. Yeah. They're supposed to be so bad. They were, yeah. they were nine and four, I think. Yeah, so they they weren't supposed to win last year. They did, and I think, like, a lot of it was just, like, fate. Like, God was watching Duke play bat- football last year, I think. I don't know, but, um, yeah, I, I'm not big on Duke, but I'm I'm going to tune in to watch Riley Leonard play football. That's my guy. I think, what did I What did I bet – or what did I pick him last – not bet him. What did I pick him for in our award thing last year, Superlatives? Shoot. Might have been. I forget, I forget where I put what. Yeah. Like, it might have been Dark Horses, like when we were talking about players. I picked him for something. And, yeah, I, I like him. He's a stud. And it's just Duke football. Like, I, I like it because I like these teams that are basketball schools. They're just – but then they're a football team. It's like you want them to win so they get a little shine. And Riley Leonard is a stud. So, I, I like Duke. I – Obviously, last year they were not supposed to be that good, and they ended up being pretty damn good. So we'll see how if those games just completely flip. But I'm in because of Riley Leonard. I don't know how this makes sense, but I'm like reading like a thing about him right now. 
They were 19 points away from going 13 and 0. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think I, I think they're just one of those teams. They were where 19, it was every game they were in. That's fucking <laughs> That's crazy. crazy. They're probably like 19 points away from going 0 and 13 though, at the same time. <laughs> I'm also Duke. pretty positive though. I like almost for a fact that they didn't have to play like the hardest teams in ACC last year. And they had a pretty like reasonable schedule, but now it's like the exact opposite. Um, I could be wrong, but I'm almost positive. But anyway, um, who's next on the odds, Luke? Next up on the odds is Wake Forest. All right, Wake Forest. Um, so they obviously lose Sam Hartman. That's a big problem. Um, Mitch Griffiths, the he steps in. He was a three-star, dual-threat, little white dude. Uh, your receivers are fucking awesome. Like, apparently, you guys have, like, one of the top uh, receiving groups, like, in ACC. But other than that, uh, you guys can't win a road game to save your life, even with Sam Hartman. And um, I don't that they're especially not going to be able to win on the road without with this guy coming in, I don't think. So, <laughs> I'm just going to leave it there. I, I mean, yeah, that's all I got to say on Wake Forest. I mean, the ACC is bad enough as it is, so the rest of these teams are just going to be like, what are, we, what are we even talking about? Well, this is the last team we have to talk that's about. What I'm saying. Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. So it's like they're probably not going to be good, but if we don't anything about like Wake Forest as of late in both basketball and football, they surprise you. They've been surprised. They've surprised everyone every single year the last for the last two, three years in each sport. Well, we have good coaches in both, like underrated coaches. Right. It's the fact that here's my assumption of our season. We're gonna suck. We lost AT Perry and Sam Hartman. That was our but you get good receivers. Now. We have yeah, we have two Hard good, to our, our number two and three option are good, but last year it was AT Perry and our tight end, and then it was our running back. Which we have we have a running back back, but because we run that stupid little like delayed run that we always do, like play action delayed <laughs> run, which is good. Numbers on it's so numbers. good. It works, it works so well. I don't know how, but because Sam Hartman would throw the ball from the line of scrimmage right behind the offensive lineman. But without Sam Hartman and A.T. Perry, I don't know what to expect because that was our whole offense. So I really they, don't know. They started off so happen. good last year. And we were then, like 6-0, and and then we lost. Then we ended 8-5. and five. You lost to Duke, though. I'm right there. Well, we were top 10, and then we just lost, like, every game. Yeah, oh, no, that was, yeah, you lost to Duke at the end of the year. But, yeah, it's like they started off so hot, and then they – Hit a wall after that Clemson, like that really good game against Clemson that you guys had. God, that one, we should have won that one. Um, I'm just gonna like kind of skim through the teams, but Virginia Tech, they got a new coach, Brent Pry. Watch an interview with him. He said, like, so Virginia Tech's old coach, Beamer, he was there for like 90 years. He oh. said, like, all of his good teams he built through Virginia, so like that's what he's doing. He said, like, one of his first days he visited Michael Vick's high school. And they told him that they haven't seen a Virginia Tech coach there in forever. So, like, apparently him and his coaches, all they're doing is, like, going across Virginia and, like, talking to their coaches, their high school coaches, and, like, you know, just trying to build a name for Virginia Tech again, try to build through there. So, obviously, it's going to take a long time for this guy to, like, get the wheels turning. Uh, They went 3-9 last year. They put up 19 points a game. Um, They're... They don't have to play Clemson, UNC, Duke, or Miami, but it doesn't fucking matter. I mean, it's still Virginia Tech. It's another team. They've never really been, like, really that good. But you want them to be, like, competitive. At night. Because you want to see them 
get like these primetime games and like you're on TV so you can watch it. You can watch that atmosphere, but they're just not going to be. I don't have anything on them. Uh, Georgia Tech, Haynes King is filling in for Jeff Sims, and they had the worst offense last year. So that's all you need to know. They're going to be even worse. And, um, yeah, Haynes King's a fucking piece of shit, and Georgia Tech's not going to be worth the damn. <laughs> so, Texas and I had way too many quarterbacks last year, but Haynes King was the one that throws like an idiot, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. Like, all the way up here and, like, throws it. It's really weird. Is that him, right? The yeah. Kid, he looks like he's 12. He's like a yeah. blonde kid. I think that they had so many quarterbacks last year. I get them all confused, but yeah, I mean, he, you couldn't do anything at Texas A&M. Like you can't expect to, to have even much talent around you at anywhere else. So, and Jeff, Jeff Sims, why he wasn't good? At least he could run and make something happen. Exactly. I don't have anything on these next <laughs> these next how many teams. And that's perfectly fine, Logan. But uh. Because I barely There's do no either. Point. There's yeah. no point. Uh, Boston College, they have a new head coach, a new QB, not fucking doing it. <laughs> just don't. And then, Boston College football. But it's insane what they just randomly have running backs. Yep. They had AJ Dillon, and who was the most recent one? Ah, oh, fuck. Dude, how am I forgetting it? Oh, you're right, though. They just, well, and then they, they, just had, they just had Zay Flowers. Dave Flowers, maybe that's what I'm thinking. I'm not the running back, but um, I forget. But anyways, they just like it's Boston College. It's you're never gonna tune in to watch Boston College play football. They're probably one of the most boring football programs in the history of football. Then uh, Syracuse, I wrote down they run the piss out of the ball and then they run it again, and that's all Syracuse does. They started off hot last year and then just shit the bed. And didn't do anything else the rest of the year, I don't think. And, um, yeah, I, I'm not big on Syracuse. <laughs> no, I, they are a team, though, that comes out of nowhere every once in a while. Yeah. They also had DeVito. They, they had DeVito last year, so. Yeah, that's <laughs> Then uh, Virginia, I, I guess they're that bad that I literally didn't even write them down anywhere. So I don't know if you guys have anything on Virginia. Next, you, they were horrible. They were like the worst team in like Power Five last year, and they had Brennan Armstrong. It wasn't his fault though; lost his OC. Right, but you have a good quarterback, and you still can't like you're still like that bad. So yeah, continue football. What are we doing? All right, let's do our uh, predictions quick. Um, shouldn't take that long. We only have three things. Uh, let's start off with the champion. Fuck it. Um, I'm picking Clemson, obviously. Clemson, yeah, I mean that's a good one. Um, I put so we'll get into like our futures thing, like we'll have a futures episode, blah blah blah. But uh, I also have I a future, future on Florida State, by the way. But the future on UNC, I did. I will say that terrible value. I think it went down, went or went up. So I got it a horrible value. But if I really had to pick a winner, it's obviously Clemson, Florida State. And I want Florida State to win, so I'm just gonna take them. Florida State. It's my team. It's one of my teams. Yeah, let me see. I got UNC at plus 650. They're at 10-1 to 1 now. That was a terrible bet by me. <laughs> uh, my coach of the year, I'm taking Mike Norvell, Florida State. Um, so college football is awesome where it's not like the NFL where the coach of the year is just like the most improved coach of the year. Like Kirby Smart won the last two years. 
Nick Saban won the year before that, like in SEC at least. And for the most part, unless it's like a drastic turnaround, um, it's not the most improved coach of the year award. But um, in this case, I am taking kind of that direct, even though Florida State had a great year last year. Um, I think if Florida State's even like a game away from Clemson and Clemson wins ACC, whatever, I think Mike Norvell will still win it since he completely turned around this Florida State team. So, yeah, I'm going to go Mike Norvell, Florida State. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind that. Like last year's Duke, Duke's coach won it because how do you not give it to him? Yeah. Coaching at Duke and you won nine games. Uh, but I'm going to go, like we talked about earlier, we're drinking that NC State Kool-Aid and I'm going with Dave Duran. Yep. The reason I actually think they will be very good. At least you finished top three. I know their odds are supposed to be like fifth or sixth or something. Seventh. So if you can finish top three, top four, you got a hell of a year. And if Brandon Armstrong is like a candidate for ACC player of the year, their coach is going to be a big part of that. I'm Mike Naval. I'm all in on Florida State basically at this point, just taking every award. I'm trying to find their wins. I'm trying to put the bet in now for NC State's wins, and I can't freaking find it. <laughs> Just had it up earlier. Yeah, on my computer, but it doesn't let me bet it on my computer. And then uh, my Heisman, as I alluded to it earlier, um, Cade Klubnik, I bet him super fucking early. Um, I think I have him like 10 to win. I don't know, it's a shit ton. But uh, what was I going to say? Oh, Garrett Riley coming in from TCU, what he did with literally a backup quarterback in fucking Max Duggan. Cade Klubnik showed like a ton of promise, bringing back all them targets. Their old line is great too. Like I think this offense is gonna be fireworks, or I mean, compared to last year at least. And uh, if Clemson, you know, actually ends up actually pulling off, like where they're a legit college playoff team, uh, and Kate Klubnick's gonna be a leader of it. So yeah, I'm gonna go Cade. I like that. You 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 pick Clemson, you take them to their quarterback to win it. Yeah. He said Heisman. I was so confused. Like you said, you said my Heisman. You said Klubnik. I was so con- uh, you do you have him as a Heisman, but we're talking ACC. I right, right, yeah. They know what you meant. Um, I'm gonna go Jordan Travis because I have yep. Florida State win conference. So, and I mean, he if it wasn't if Drake May wasn't a guy thing last year, he probably wouldn't won last year. But Drake May was Drake May. So, I mean, I already said it. I'm all Florida State, so Jordan Travis across the board. I yeah. Luke, I filled out um, like all my conference, like things are ready. And there's like, I think at least three conferences where it's a clean sweep of just one team, like <laughs> team coaching player. But yeah, I definitely agree with that though, Logan. I mean, Florida State, yeah, if they end up getting it done, it'll be a clean sweep. If they go on the feed and Jordan Travis has like a top five Heisman candidate year, top even like almost 10. You know, they, they, they easily could be this clean sweep. No, and like what I mean too, like Jordan Travis too, he'll have like a way better, like let's say, I mean, I know as a, as a hypothetical, like Florida State and Clemson both like went undefeated. What Obviously it's not possible, but Jordan Travis would have a 10 times cooler Heisman tape or like highlight tape than um, Cade Klubnik would. <laughs> like uh, Jordan Travis would probably get him like on like rushing yards too. So yeah, I mean, if I didn't already have the future on Club Nick, I would pick yeah Jordan Travis. He's so electric. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh uh, yeah. 
But, yeah, I mean, unless you guys have anything else to say. I think they have game day for week one announced. Yep, they do. Is that It's UNC at South Carolina. That'll be a fun game. <laughs> yeah, That'll no. be actually a really, really fun game to start the season as game day. It's just be quarterback versus quarterback kind of deal. Be, yeah, it's going to be a good, probably high-scoring game. So. Lions are already out for it, too. Yeah, let's look at the line. What do you what do you think? Um, I have no idea. I bet North Carolina is favored by I bet South Carolina. I doubt is, it. I don't even know. I don't even know. South Carolina has got to be favored. You think, but is it I South think South Carolina is down in odds in the SEC. Though I don't think people odds are. Yeah, but even are, still, I mean, I think Rattler could put up like 500 passing yards against that defense. Plus one and a half, South Carolina. So it's oh, close. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, at, at UNC. Shit, my bad. Oh, okay. Over under 61 and a half. My bad. Hammer the over, over under 61 and a half. Over. Yeah, gotta. It'll open up the playbook too. How I mean, how <laughs> often do we get to see North Carolina versus South Carolina? Right. Little rival, maybe. I'm about to put my bets in for week one already. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. they've been open for uh, some of them have for been. like a month. Not all of them. LSU, Florida State, Florida State's plus two and a half in their home. I don't know if it's that's not week. State, that's though. not week. Uh, that's a different week. That'll though. be neutral. That'll be a neutral uh, stadium too. September third, they play. I think it's a different week because otherwise that would be game day. Probably not. You missed. Yeah, the it, there's always week zero, and there's week one. I don't know. South Carolina, North Carolina's week zero. September second or September third. They're not on the same. Well, day, so. that LSU Florida State game wouldn't be on their campus either. It would be at a neutral. Right on. Uh, then last year that game play on like Sunday. Yeah, they might have. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think it was a, it was it was a standalone game. It's on Sunday. Yeah, because we were we were all sober. We were all like in the recliners and we all had bets on the game. Watched it's, it. It's September third. It's on a Sunday again. Yeah, so that's why they don't have game day because you can't yeah. have game day on a Sunday. Yeah. But um, next week will be Big Twelve. Might have might have some people on. I don't know yet. Haven't really asked. But I also get to talk about my Longhorns and I'm. Probably talk for like an hour about them, but uh, yeah, the, I think the Big Twelve is going to be really fun. I have a lot of takes ready to roll for that. Not even just about Texas either, but um, yeah, I mean, you guys got anything else? Big Twelve is going to be very interesting because a lot of a lot of new teams to Power Five. So yeah, interesting to see how they do. Weird season for that whole fucking conference. Yeah, but no, I got nothing. But uh, anyway, yeah, shout out Chad's Pizza. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, take her easy. Take it hard. This kid is a gamer. He's a follower. He's a playmaker and a shot caller. In case you didn't know, I got T-Bow. He shattered the mold. And all he does is win. All, all, all he does is win games. Listen. I got T-Bow. He shattered the mold. And all he does is win. All, 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 he, all he does is unleash. Tell T-Bow, let him go. It's time. Turn him loose. Let him play. Let him play. Okay, on Sunday. Unleash. Tell T-Bow, let him go. It's time. Turn him loose. Let him play. I'm going to church Sunday. Run pass option. I think that's my game. I guarantee you that! I'm no Don Elway. He's rewriting the book. We can and we can. He's a unique football player. That's what Kim T-Bow's all about. He's a gamer. He's a caller. Playmaker. Shut caller. He's a gamer. He's a caller. Playmaker. Shut caller. Unleash! Kim T-Bow! Let him go. It's time. Turn him loose. Let him play. Let him play. Okay, on Sunday. And all he does is win. All, all, all he does is win. One more game. One more win. All, all, all he does is win games.